listening to A Date with Sugar and Spice. For the next hour, we will discuss every college student's favorite, or least favorite, subject dating. We are your hosts, Ansley Mysa. And Cassidy Harmon. This week, we will address what to look for or avoid in future potential partners. Mm, 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 mm. So, Ansley. Yeah. I'm going to explain something to you here. Okay. So, we're going to be talking about red flags this week, but those aren't the, the only type of flags you can have. What? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yes. Your mind is about to be blown. Oh, okay. So there's three different types. So number one are the green flags. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> are these are these universal? Um Well, I mean I found it on Google, so Okay, so not- <laughs> very trustworthy. Keep going. <laughs> so I mean more than one person thinks they're a thing, so yes, it's universal. Okay. Um so first there's green flags, and then there's yellow flags, and then there's the infamous Red flags. Okay, so what's the difference? Uh, break it down for me. Okay, so here you we go. Do you want me to rap? Like, break it down? P- please rap for me right now. I, I, well, I don't know what they are, so you, you have to rap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, green flags, you know, <laughs> they're really good. Yeah, you're super white. Let's not do that. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. Okay, so green flags. Um, so I got this idea of the green, yellow, and red off of a blog that I was reading earlier today. Mm-hmm. And so green flags is based off of things that you want to look for in a pot- potential partner. Okay. Things are like, hey, if they're doing this, that's a sign for you to continue to see the potential of where it could go for them. So mm-hmm. examples of it could be like, how do they treat their parents or their mom? Or um, are they charismatic? Do Are they smart? Are they good in school? Like those are all green flags where you're like, hey, He's a solid good guy. They're like the things that when you go home from a first date, that you like sit around with your roommates and be like, oh my gosh, guys, listen to all how cool he is. Those are all green flags of like, he's a cool dude. Okay, so question. Technically speaking, I think it could go for either gender especially. Um, if there are a lack of green flags, does that immediately make him a yellow flag or her a yellow flag? Like... Like, are they, is it a box that needs to be checked? Like, oh, they do this, oh, no, they no, do no. this, they do this. That means no. good. So that like, sounds like a Hallmark movie. Does it? Well, yeah, because there's one where, like, the girl, she has, like, this perfect list of, like, all her guy, her future husband has to meet all these qualifications on the list. But then you realize you don't need everything. She li- realizes at the end she ends up marrying a coffee barista instead of a doctor because you don't need everything on the list. You just need some of the things. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed that I know that information either. So. I was going to be like, what movie is this? It's a really good one. If it's a Hallmark movie, I probably haven't seen it, if I'm being honest. Um, okay, so so it's not like it's a list that needs to be ticked. But no. um, is it like the more green boxes? Well, but then like, is there the more green boxes that they check, the better they are? Like, Well, it doesn't make them better. Just like, hey, like this is cool. This is what I learned about them. This is what I enjoy about them. So things that you like about them that will help you see where it could go. No, I don't want to say it like that. But it's just seeing, like, all the good things that this person has, all of their good qualities. You're okay. looking at their qualities, in, in okay. essence. Okay. Those are all green flags. The, like, the fact is, if you go on a date with someone who, like, let's be real, is super dumb, <laughs> is that, like, that's not... Is he not, pretty? <laughs> just kidding. Well, is he pretty? Is that what you said? <laughs> I thought you said witty, and I was like, if he's witty, like, I'm sold. But pretty, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. You're also sold if he's pretty. <laughs> I don't know. Ted Bundy, man. He's a, he's a good-looking guy. I'm, this is the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> we are not talking about Ted Bundy on here. I'm just saying, like, Zac Efron's playing him for a reason. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, like, that there are specific things that you're looking for. I get that. So is it an individual-based individual list so then? So what or? are you asking are, is my green flags different than somebody else's green flags? They would be, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Because what I look for when I'm dating someone could be totally different from what someone else is looking for. Mm. So it's totally like based on like what you enjoy. So for example... But if it's not a list to be checked, you're no, not technically not, looking for it. No, it's not a list to be checked, but I mean, for me, like I have certain things that I would like in a future husband and I think, or and like I think boys and girls can say that like there's certain attributes that they want their future spouse to have. Mm-hmm. And so a green flag is like, hey, they have the attribute. That is super awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's see where else this could go. Right. So Got like it. for example, like for you, what does a guy... What do you like to, what do you want a potential dating partner to possess? Mm. Yeah, I went there. (laughs) Mm, hmm, 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 hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. We only got an hour, (laughs) Anne. The whole time. Interesting, interesting, interesting. (laughs) Last few minutes. And that's how I, that's how I feel. And that's a wrap, ladies Mm, and gents. (laughs) See you next week. Um, I don't, 
I don't know. I guess to me, like this is not only am I just learning about this, but also I don't know if I really think that way. Not not that I don't agree with you, but I don't think I like go into something being like, oh, they got to do this. No, they no, no. And this. I'm not saying you have to go into it, but like while you're on the date with them, you just start talking and be like, hey, they do this. Hey, they love dogs. And like right. that in essence can be considered like a green flag. And the green yeah. flag is just the definition I'm using today, but it's just... Yeah. Things that well, we think, like in the future part. I think obviously it's always really fun when you guys find out you have similar interests. Whether yeah, like those are green flags. Yes. but um. I don't know. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> um, but I don't know if they matter that much to me in like the grand scheme of things. Like, yeah, it's super cool if we like the same movies. Like, I could talk all day about Lord of the Rings. You know, like yeah. closet nerd. Am I right? <laughs> not even closet. I'm not ashamed. Find me. You know. Um, but that being said, like, if I find someone, okay, maybe Lord of the Rings isn't a great example because if he doesn't like Lord of the Rings, then I then I might it's be just upset. not gonna happen. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. But really, like, at the end of the day, does it really matter compared to other? attributes that I think all humans should possess. <laughs> yes, no, I think I agree with that, but I mean, being able to talk about Lord of the Rings can get you from the first date to the second date. Uh-huh. Some people are kind of weird that like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings was not a, That's not a big green flag. Like, it is a green flag, but there was one time I was, uh, this, is a, this is a real story. There was one time I was, um, I was giving like a, a talk or a speech, so to speak, and I quoted Gandalf, okay? <laughs> Nerd. And and I get like a text from my friend that's like, dude, you're gonna get all sorts of people coming up to you because of that quote. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I did. I got this guy, and like, I love I'm so I'm much. sure he's a wonderful human being, right? Like, I mean, he had a green flag. He he did like Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but like, was that his only green flag? Probably. He, <laughs> I mean, he's just an odd dude, and he's carrying a briefcase. And I was like, you're either a Classy. time traveler or a pervert. Like, why are you carrying a briefcase? You're 19. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> he has important documents. And then he, like, tried to hit on me because I liked Lord of the Rings. But then he used the tactic of, like, well, I hate the movies. And I was like, did you just, did you just, I quoted the movie, dude. I, <laughs> I like the movies. I like the books, too. But he's like, nah, I don't know. Like, we could be friends, though, and talk about this. And I was like, ah, no. That's a terrible, no, terrible Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so there's one. What about you, Cass? What's a green flag for you? Is it is it liking the notebook? Um, well, I'm not going to say no to someone who likes a notebook or willing or no to someone who's willing to watch the notebook with mm, me. Yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't say it's a green flag. Um, I guess a green flag for me is just, okay, this is kind of, like, a green flag for me is seeing how they treat their parents. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because, like, I mean, research has shown that the way a spouse treats their parents is kind of uh, foreshadowing of how they're going to treat you because yeah. you you know what I mean? Yeah. And so seeing how a boy like treats his mom and like, and if he's cute and sweet to her, it just like melts my heart. Cause I'm like, Oh my goodness, you're so sweet. I'm that way with like, if they have nieces or nephews. Yes. And see, that's, so that's a green flag. So you're like, Oh, stuff. like look at them hang out with kids. Like, yeah. you know, cause you're looking for those sort of things. But for yeah. me, it's how they treat like their mom and dad. Mm. It's like if they treat them good and they have a good solid relationship, I'm like, okay, so this guy can have healthy relationships, like, and he can like express love and, you know, show it to yeah. his mom. And I just, I'm like, oh, you're so cute. That's what I think. Okay, okay, yeah, I could see that for sure. I do think that that's, um, that's important. But you'd mentioned like, oh, a green flag could get you from like date one to date two, but that's technically something you probably wouldn't see until like kind of further down in the relationship. Wrong. Well, I mean. I'm going to say this wrong because it just barely happened to me the other day, but it may not happen usually. Um, I was on a date with a guy, and he, um, like, was texting his mom real fast. And so, like, I heard, like, his smartwatch, so then he was saying it to his smartwatch, and then it sent it out because we were driving in the car. And even that, like, through that text message, I could just see how much he cared about his a mom. A green flag is the fact that he didn't try to text and drive. I know. I Oh, that is a red flag. <laughs> red flag. I hate it when boys try to text and drive or do anything while driving. It's like, please just drive. So and you'd break care. up with someone if, if he texted and, and drove? No. I would just okay, pester so him. Okay, so then is it actually a red flag? Well, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just something that bothers me, though. Okay, so a pet peeve. 
Well, and you know, it's against the law. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like, living dangerously can be fun. Yeah, and it can just also get you killed. <laughs> living dangerously can be fun. It probably doesn't sound good that I was like talking about Ted Bundy earlier. <laughs> Are you doing okay today, Anne? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough day, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, but so he was he was talking into his watch and it was kind. Yeah, it was very said. sweet that what he was saying to his mom. Mm-hmm. Like and so that for me was a really good green flag and I'm like, hmm. I like this. All right, all right, all right. All right, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking in my brain. Nice, nice. Yeah, I could I could see that. Um I guess I, I'm still, like, trying to rack, like, what I would consider a green flag. Like, I agree with that one. Um, well, like, I can think of a green flag for you. Okay. So Don't uh, speak for me. <laughs> Just kidding. Really, try and stop me. <laughs> someone for you that um, that's, like, a big green flag is someone that loves movies. Just in general. And, like, loves to know about directors and, like, different frames and the effects. Like, because you love that stuff. And you tell me so much stuff that I never even knew about when we were watching That you movies. never even listened to, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Start talking and all of a sudden like your eyes glaze over and I'm like, I lost her. Okay. <laughs> but no, you love introducing people to, like you love talking about movies and the different directors mm-hmm. and like the soundtracks that go with it or the score. Yeah. Like you love that stuff. So a no, big, that's true. So a big green flag for you would be someone that's into that sort of thing. I'm definitely a movie buff, but. Yeah. But. But. Of course. Again, I do think that there's a line because I, I think it would genuinely bother me if there was someone who was also a huge movie buff, but then we had, like, differing opinions, right? If I was, like, talking about, I don't know, I'm talking about, like... Lord of the Rings? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I understand that that one's kind of a a strong taste, and so some people don't like that one. That one really doesn't bother me that much as long as they don't hate it. (laughs) As long as they love it, I'm fine. (laughs) As long as we just don't ever talk about it, that's fine. Um, No, but... Say I'm, you know, talking about, like, oh, my gosh, this Christopher Nolan film and all the cinematography, just like what you were saying, right? Mm -hmm. The conversations I have with you when you don't pay attention, right? I do listen, for the record, everyone. (laughs) Um, But, like, if he was, like, I thought that movie was garbage and, like... (laughs) <laughs> if he was like, Nicolas Cage is the best actor, I'd be like, this is over. They would be correct. <laughs> Just kidding. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, yeah, the concept of green flags, like, oh, this one thing that you'd love to have in common. There's, that's like thing. green flags are attributes that you look for. Okay, so like a movie buff would be the attribute. Mm-hmm. But I've also met movie buffs that are just, like, a little condescending that I'm like, okay, I don't care that much. You should calm down, <laughs> right? So I, the concept is like, oh, yeah, I'd love someone who's super into movies. But also, if they, it might be better if they're not as into movies because then I can be the one to educate them, which I think would be maybe even more fun than them already knowing about it. I don't know. No, and I would agree with that. And you don't, like... The people don't need to live by this idea of green flags, but they're just things that were just like, hey, I like this about this person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm intrigued to where I could go now because we, I have, there's so many great things about them. Right. I want to see what other great things I can learn about them. Mm-hmm. That's like mostly what green flags are, at least in my opinion. And for the most part, though, really, it's super individual, and it's just the stuff that you're excited to tell your friends about, right? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't believe that he or she liked this, or I can't believe we had this in common, or. You know, yeah, yeah, and exactly for every person. For like one person, be like, oh my goodness, he opened the door for me. That was awesome. Or could be like, oh my goodness, we had the same song um, playing on our Spotify. Just to be clear, I think guys should always open doors. Yes, that is a green flag. <laughs> no, that's not a green flag. That's an expectation. That is something that should you know, always happen. It's sad because I would say a lot of time it does not happen. That's true. That's true. So no. sh- go ahead. Well, no, you go. No, I lost my thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was just saying, though, I remember there was a huge chunk of time, um, specifically in high school, where I was very, like, Miss Feminist. And to me, like, <laughs> feminism was like, you don't open my door. What? You don't think I can do it myself? Like, step away, <laughs> sir. And all of my guy friends would, like, hate it. They'd be like, oh, my freaking gosh, Ansley, just, like, let me open your door. And, you know, looking back, it's a little sad because they were trying to be um, gentlemen. But I was like, no, you can't do that for me. Um but, like, I guess in a lot of ways, some guys don't open doors, but um, I would rather meet someone who opens the door all the time, even if we're not on a date, mm-hmm. than someone who only opens doors while I'm on a date. So it's kind of hard where you say that 
you know, a guy being a gentleman on a date is a green flag. So it's like, well, does he do that all the time? Or is it just because no, I he think feels like he has to because you're on a date you're and on you a have date to make her feel special. And I'm like, bull crap. Make your girl feel special every single day. Make every human in your life feel special every day. Yes. So I'll snap to that. Because it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be great if a guy opened the, like, not that they have to open the door, but it's just a nice gesture if they open up the door. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, some guys only think of it when they're on dates, which is kind of a bummer. Cause I, I think men don't realize that little things like that make a really big impact on a girl. Like even when you're just friends, like seeing how you treat them as friends or like if you're open the door for them, if you're not, like mm-hmm. those little things add up in a girl's brain and she thinks about those things. And I think that's what the guys can learn from. Be like, hey, how, how do I want to be? Do I want to be a gentleman all the time or just a quarter of the time because you don't go on dates that often you yeah. usually just hang out well i definitely have had a conversation with a, a friend of mine where um uh he was like should i open your door is that weird is that not and i was like either always open my door regardless or never open it like choose one do one right like just pick something instead of being all over the place but i do think that sometimes girls can overthink those things yes and like oh my gosh he didn't open my door like he is not a gentleman i can't do it i mean Guys, I, I also think it's wrong if, like, they feel like they have to walk on eggshells, you know? Yeah, and they never should feel like that. But there was one time, and you were my roommate at the time, so you remember, or we moved into there three days later, something like that. But um, anyways, so he didn't open up my door, but, like, it was an accumulation of him being, like, 30, 35 minutes late to the date. Then he, like, didn't open up my door for me, and then he forgot his wallet when we went and got ice cream from McDonald's. And there was just like... <laughs> Wasn't there a second date, Kat? Yeah, there was a couple more <laughs> dates after that. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. I'm... St- <laughs> but you know what? The entire time we were dating, he never once opened up my door. <laughs> I wish you listened to this podcast back then. I know. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that does not sound like so, a real winner. So were some of those things while you were on the date with him, like, red flags then? Um, I mean, you went on another date. Was it just like... Well, yeah, we actually Depravity. went on dates for a couple months, but I always believe you should give people, like, the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And he was actually graduating the next day, so I knew he had, like, a lot on his plate. He had to pick up his cap and gown and all these things, so I tried to keep giving him the benefit of the doubt. And he also was an American. And that's another thing I took into consideration because he's from another country. Mm. So who knows if that's what they do where he's from. You're right. But um, on the, it didn't bother me while we were on the date, but when I got home from the date, I was like... He didn't open up the door for me. <laughs> that kind of hurts my feelings. I remember that conversation vividly. I think it lasted a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> One hour for each wrong act. Okay. <laughs> That's, well, hopefully it wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was. But, yeah, so that is green flags in an essence. Does that make sense? Yeah, I follow. And do you semi-agree that there are things, like... I, I don't know if I'd call it, like, I get, yes, 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 sure. <laughs> is, that, is that your final answer? <laughs> sure, 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 yeah, 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 That yeah, does yeah. not sound very reassuring. <laughs> I, I think, um, like, really just to wrap it up in terms of what I'm thinking, I think there will always be things that um, you like about someone, things you won't like about them. I guess I just wouldn't consider them, like, green flags because um, it could be something that at the beginning you're like, oh, I love this about them, and then later just... It actually isn't that vital to the relationship and so when I think of how like quote-unquote heavy we consider red flags right like get out run um, I would think green flags would be the complete opposite where it's like lock that down and I don't know if there's anything except for like genuine like human values that (laughs) that like which some people don't have (laughs) that's true there are dirt bags out there but like I, I don't know if I could like make any specific attribute that serious but I get I get like the the hierarchy for sure the pro like the thought process behind it yeah perfect okay so then now i want to explain a new flag to you oh there's another one there's three <laughs> whoa so there's, these are the yellow flags okay what does that mean so these are like the ones that are kind of like the deal breakers because you know you have green flags which are the great things that you really like about this person okay red flags are like get out as fast as possible so wouldn't that be a deal breaker what like a red flag wouldn't that be a deal breaker like the deal is off like hi-ho sun um i think yellow could fade into red i think there's definitely some things that are just so yellow is the 50 shades of gray so to speak yeah except it's 50 shades of red hey look at that yellow or yellow or maybe it's just orange you know just right there in the middle (laughs) it's going from green to red it's the it's the process okay where like you're starting to notice it and maybe at the beginning it doesn't bother you but then 
to a point it does, and that's when it becomes a red flag. So, like, okay. the deal breaker, the deal breakers are, like, if they're, like, selfish, if they're, like, super, if they're, like, high maintenance or competitive, where mm-hmm. it's, like, some personalities can handle those things really great, and sometimes other personalities don't do very well with them. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of figuring out, like, okay, am I the person that can handle someone that gets super competitive over sports? Like, for me, I don't really care. Like, sports are great. Go, team, go. Like, I hope you guys both win. Like, I don't really... <laughs> I'm You're just, a cheerleader. You're a cheerleader. Uh, well, I was a cheerleader. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. Literally was a cheerleader. And so, um, like, being with a person that's super competitive, like, it wouldn't really bother me because I'm not super competitive, so I don't mind if they are because mm-hmm. they can do it for the both of us. But for some people, people that are, be, like, super high maintenance that, like, are just over the top, they can't handle that. And so it's a deal breaker being like, hey, can I handle this person mm-hmm. or can I not? So do you think that's something that you learn fairly early on or later? Ooh, I think that depends on the situation because I think sometimes people don't really show their true colors till after maybe a week or after a month or after two months. So mm. it, the yellow flags can come really at any point in time because you never know when people are going to be their true unadulterated self. Mm-hmm. And so... It could happen in a variety of time sections. Okay. Yeah, I think the way I'm interpreting this, um, maybe... For the audience. For the audience. No, no. For myself, for myself. um, Is, like, there are things that fairly early on might bother you about someone, or you're like, I'm not sure how I feel about that. And maybe they kind of, like, later dissipate as you continue to get to know that person or maybe they become more um like prevalent mm-hmm. um and then there maybe as you continue on like more of those yellow flags pop up and so i think that's where you have to decide like is this enough yellow flags that it almost becomes like a red flag or um like i call it like my shelf like things that bother oh, okay. me about someone mm-hmm. that I like put in a jar and you put it on the shelf and like you don't worry <laughs> about it yet. back inside of my yeah. feelings. <laughs> well, because like you don't want to judge someone too fast and you don't want to, um, you know, be over um, like hasty, I guess you could say. Not too hasty about making a decision. So um, allowing them to prove you wrong or um, allowing things to work itself out. So you, you kind of put it on a shelf. You're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Let's put it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then there might be moments later on where it kind of, is brought up again and you can Mm -hmm. re-examine it because of the more time that's passed and you can either be like no I'm okay with that now and throw it away or maybe excuse me maybe it's uh, a lot more of an issue now and you're like okay I maybe this needs to be dealt with or maybe it just goes back on the shelf something that you you can live with but it might bother you yeah that kind of yeah what you're saying and depending on the person things could be more serious or um less serious yeah, so for example, I guess I'll give you an example of like one of my yellow flags personally. Okay. okay. Um, one of my yellow flags is video games. I don't like video games. Mm. And so, I mean, like one time I dated a gamer and he loved video games. Like for two weeks straight, he played it for 10 hours a day. And I can't do that. Like if you want to play Mario Kart like once a month, yeah, I'm cool with that. Let's play Mario Kart. But if you're on there every single night for hours, then like I can't do it. So it's a deal breaker. So it's like... He likes video games. And that is a deal breaker for sure. Like, he likes video games. You're not going to date him. No. Okay. It depends on how much he plays those video games. And Mm. if that's, like, if he puts video games above school, above, like, doing his responsibilities, above going to work, if he puts video games above that, like, that's a deal, big deal breaker. And almost a red flag for me, depending on how much they, how much time they spend playing video games. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It was making me think of one, actually. Ooh, let's hear it. Well... It's not, it's not, I guess it is kind of one of mine, but it doesn't really make sense. It's actually a, a guy, a guy's perspective. This okay. is a friend of mine. And you know this story. So, um, there's this term that now I use all the time called a rain girl. Do you remember this? Yes. Everyone listen and take notes. It's, it's a good, it's a good analogy. Yes. So we have a friend. Um, he's the super sweet guy and he was, um, he had a girl that he was just hanging out with. They were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't sure if he was interested or not. And, um, but he was also going on dates with this other girl. And, um, there was one night where he came and picked up, I think it was during the summer actually. Yeah. And this is like my dream, but it's fine. Um, he came and picked up this girl 
because they were like going to go to a movie or something and she was getting ready. She was like finishing curling her hair to perfection and finishing her makeup and putting on her clothes, which all girls do, right? You want to you want to look <laughs> um, your best. My hair's definitely curled today. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> I'm attacking you, Cassie. <laughs> no. No, I mean, dress to the nines for sure. You know I believe in that. Um but so she was getting all done up for their their evening mm-hmm. and it was raining outside and he had like kind of run inside um to stay dry but then he was like oh it was warm and it was raining and I was just like feeling spontaneous and so I kind of grabbed her and I was like let's go run outside let's go run in the rain and she got like super upset with him and was like I'm not gonna go run in the rain and he was like whoa wait Mm -hmm. what and she was like I just did my hair I just did my makeup I don't want to go run in the rain which on a surface level a lot of girls would be like yeah I get that I just spent you know three hours getting ready I don't want to just go ruin it by running in the rain in a matter of seconds yeah and and not saying that like just that one statement is what turned him off but he realized that this other girl that he was going on dates with um that they both one time you know just went and ran up like in through sprinklers or something and they got soaking wet and it was all fun Mm -hmm. and he realized the difference between these girls and you'd mentioned like high maintenance versus low maintenance before someone who might be high maintenance but he he coined the term a rain girl someone who it doesn't matter that they just got ready doesn't matter if they're wearing like their favorite shoes but like they're going to be spontaneous and they're not going to like care about those things compared to like being with you in that moment so he genuinely like didn't ever want to take that girl out on a date again it was just very clear to him um and I'm sure like he knew her long enough before that I'm sure there was other little things that coined the term a rain versus a non-rain girl and he was like she wasn't a rain girl she didn't want to dance in the rain with me and I loved that. And I remember at the time he was like, and I, I wear this badge proudly. He was like, like I knew, and we were just friends, but he's like, I knew like, Ansley, you would, you'd run in the rain with me, right? I'd show up at your house and I was like, let's go. And you'd be like, yeah, and maybe you'd take your nice shoes off, but you'd go out there and, and just like live it up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for a lot of guys, that doesn't matter to them, right? They're like, no, I want a girl who dresses to the nines. Dresses to the nines all the time. I want to, you know, put my coat over her head to keep her dry or put a you know my carpet down as she walks across the wet road do they just have carpet hanging around you know back in the day back in the day <laughs> back in the day i wish no um yeah a blanket in their car they just like wave it down please walk over this puddle um yeah so that might not be a red flag to some people but for this friend he was like that bothers me and so that's, that's like that. in a way, and I think with guys, it's a little different because like they, they like didn't get their makeup done, you know, <laughs> maybe they spent some time on their hair, but, um, but I do, I do know some people that they're like, I'm wearing white sneakers. Like, I'm not going to go like get out of the car. It's kind of muddy. Like we have to drive, you know, we're up the canyon. Right. And it's like, oh, I don't want to get out here because my, my shoes are white. And I'm like, you baby, you can clean them. <laughs> right. So on a surface level, that would definitely be like a yellow flag of mine is like a rain guy, perhaps someone who's like spontaneous and willing to like kind of get messy if, you know, the occasion presents itself. But I, I love that story for women as well. Like not that you should try to force yourself to be something you're not, but that you know, there's a rain girl and there's non-rain girls. Well, it's funny you actually mentioned that because I love that. And I actually forgot about that. So I'm glad you brought that up about mm-hmm. being a rain girl. Because um, there was this guy and this was a few months ago. Anyways, we were hanging out and like it was a beautiful snowstorm. And it wasn't like the crazy one, but like it was late at night. So you could just see the flakes coming down. It was very calm, very peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, let's go rent. Like not even run. Like let's just go for a walk in the snow. It'll be so much fun. He's like, No. And I was like, oh, (laughs) why not? He's like, because I'm cold, duh. And I was like, okay, cool. And like, I don't think it's as much of a yellow flag for me as maybe it is for you. But I mean, it kind of irked me, but not to the point where she's like, oh my goodness. But I was very surprised that someone wasn't willing to like go out in the cold and just like experience the moment of the snow coming down and the quietness that like was all over the entire city. But it was interesting because when you're saying that, I'm like, oh, like I've had my own rain man moment and Mm. he wasn't a rain man he was worried about being warm and i'm like well i hate being cold but so yeah Mm. i think that happens for both boys and girls Mm. but i would say men probably think of that more yeah that goes along with that whole rain woman image yeah and i was i actually talked to a couple of my guy friends earlier today knowing that this is what we were going to be talking about and i asked them like what are deal breakers for you what bothers you most and like the number one was like high maintenance they're like I don't like a girl who's high maintenance I'd rather be with someone who's just like good with chilling who like doesn't need me to like and 
<laughs> it might make it sound like they're like, I don't want someone who expects me to be a gentleman. Like, that's not <laughs> what it was. But, you Always know, be a someone who's not, who's not kind of fickle and um, immovable, I guess. Yeah, willing to go with the flow. Yeah. To ride the wave. Oh, my goodness. Again with that expression. <laughs> Kills me every single can't week. Can't help it. Can't help it. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. So, now that we understand green flags and yellow flags, mm-hmm. now we need to talk about my favorite one, which is red flags. Ooh. So, Ansley, please tell me you've at least heard of the expression red flags. Of course. Okay. Um, I'm on the same page. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, basic white girl. <laughs> no, that's you, remember? Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I just called myself a basic white girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think... So, red flags. Okay. Um, my favorite term, and it was actually coined by my sister, or maybe she watched it on some show. I don't know. I just always heard my sister um, saying it growing up, but it was called stage five clingers. <laughs> so, why is there not a stage one through four or, like, a six through ten? I don't know. I'm already being boggled with the fact that there's a green through red flag, so let's, like, get out of the stage one through four clingers. Let's just go for stage five, whatever stage the five. Cuts that means, yeah. <laughs> so, stage five clinger is just, like, the guy that won't leave you alone. Or girl. Or girl, yes, because I think some girl, I think boys and girls are both super prone to this. I think girls are more prone to this. Uh, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. I can't think of some stage five clinger boys in my life, mm-hmm. but... I mean, there's definitely some stage clinger girls out there. Stage five clinger girls. Mm-hmm. And they're just the ones I that... call them desperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But there's hope for you out there, too, stage five clingers, I promise. Um, just cool the freak down. Yeah, but they're, like, the ones that, like, always have to be talking to you or texting you or calling you or they always have to be in contact with you. Um, and they're just super needy. Mm. And, I mean, I, th- <laughs> I don't know about you, but I hate clingy people, like, Please give me my space. I need it. I need yep. to breathe. I don't want to smell your BO all the time. Mm, mm-hmm. I was actually talking to one of the guys about this uh, before we came in here. He was saying he was, <laughs> it sounds awful, but it's very accurate. He was like, I am boggled by the idea of spending every single minute with like a person for the rest of my life (laughs) and he he was like that scares me I don't want to be and I think in the context of the situation we're all saying like you want to be with someone all the time like that's what uh, a soulmate is or that's what your partner is and he um it was all in this group and he was like it turned to me and was like I would hate that (laughs) I don't want to be with someone every waking moment of the day like give me my time give me my space let me you know Saturdays are for the boys kind of thing like let me go and do that yeah yeah. Uh, it's funny you say that because, so, even though, like, I love dating, I'm going to be completely honest with you, marriage scares the crap out of me. Like, being married to someone is very, very scary for me to even think about. Um, I guess you'd say I have trust issues, but, like, I love dating, but, like, when We both get, got daddy issues. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but one guy was talking to me, and we are talking about marriage, and I was like, honestly, I'm like, that terrifies me. And he was like, oh, no, like, Cassidy, why would you think it's scary? I mean, like, you get to spend, like, the rest of your life with the person that you love the most. And I was like, yes, but think of how many meals you have to have with that person for the rest of your life. There's at least, like, one or two every single day. And, like, what do you have to say to that person every single day for that many meals? Like, there's not that much to say. Mm. That is so many meals with one person. And he was, like, boggled. He's like, oh, my goodness, Cassidy, like, you're overthinking it. And I think maybe, yes, I am. But the idea of just even having, like, a meal with someone every single day for the rest of your life, like, I think it sounds very overwhelming. Yes, and thank on a, you. Thank and, you. Well, uh, well, but on a <laughs> on a surface level, I I I get that. Um, but I was just thinking, this is something that I literally just thought of. Um, I wonder if sometimes we tell ourselves that like we even like stage five clingers, we're like we got to avoid that, like people who like won't leave us alone. But I have a best friend who some might consider her, especially in. <laughs> in comparison to me, a stage five clinger, where they're like, holy cow, that person texts you all the time. Like, you always have a bubble. And you know who this is. You <laughs> always so have do a, they, because they're listening right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> there's always a bubble that comes up with that person's name on it. Like, they're o- there's always a text. And, oh, my gosh, you FaceTimed again this morning? Like, what the <laughs> heck, right? Um, and, like, you know, she called me today. It was like, I didn't call you yesterday. Like, it made me sad. <laughs> and so from an outside view, and probably even if it was me looking at me, I'd be like, dude, that girl is insane. But really, like, in the moment, she is my best friend, and it doesn't bother me. 
Like, it doesn't bother me that she sends me those texts, and it doesn't bother me that we call each other almost every single day. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't bother me, like, when we lived together and we had dinner together almost every single night. And sometimes, like, if one of us wasn't there, we'd be, like, sad and be like, wait, where are you? Like, <laughs> I, and not saying that we're, like, super... <laughs> I think you found <laughs> your soulmate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, super desperate people, yeah. She's my heterosexual life partner, for sure. Um, <laughs> but, like... I, I guess the idea that there is, there could be a person eventually that doesn't, that you do care enough about and knows you well enough. Like, what's nice is I don't have to respond to every single one of those texts. I can leave them and, like, uh, let them sit for hours and hours and hours. And if I don't have time to answer her call, like, I know she's not going to be upset. Or if we only have two minutes to FaceTime, I know it's fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and I guess if you know someone well enough and you know where those boundaries are, where that, like, Uh, mutual understanding is then you don't really have to worry about feeling overwhelmed because like you could consider her a stage five clinger to me but I would never consider her that I would just be like no that's my best friend that's my homegirl right yeah and so I guess there's that thought that maybe there is someone eventually that you'd feel that way with and that that constant communication wouldn't bother you but okay that being said because I do agree with you you and this friend of yours um (laughs) we won't say her name but it's, she, I, she would love it if we said her name. <laughs> I'm probably going to mess up and say her name. So That's it's only fine. a matter of Doesn't time. Um, but you didn't go, you didn't go from meeting each other to stage five clinger overnight. That's that true. happened That's over true. time. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm talking about red flags with stage five clingers, I'm talking about overnight. They're just like calling you and texting you all the time. Cause I mean, when you do find your life partner, it's okay. And you kind of want like, not necessarily a clingy person, but a person that wants to talk to you all the time, mm-hmm. even though that t- <clears throat> terrifies me. But yeah. like a stage five clinger is the one that's like from zero to 150, like overnight. Oh, yeah. Like that's when it's weird and crazy where you and this girl have been friends for years now. So yeah, it totally makes true. sense that's that you guys true. want to talk yeah, so that. much. So stage five clinger is just in that like first uh, couple months even yeah. of, of getting to know someone. Get it. Because even Good. there was one guy and I didn't respond to his first text, so he, like, texted me again. And I was in class. I was in yoga, like, trying to get my inner chi on, okay, you know? But I could hear my phone buzzing, and my teacher did not appreciate it. But he, like, texted me twice, and I wasn't responding. And then um, I was, like, putting my mat away, and within, like, five minutes, he had called me three times. So then an hour, he was – and it wasn't even anything big. No one was dying. He was just, like, wondering why I wasn't responding to him. And it was in the middle of the day, and I'm in college. Like, I have things I need to do. And, like, that to me is a stage five clinger when, like, you feel like you can't breathe around them. Because mm. they're just always like, what are you doing? I'm breathing. How is your breathing? Dude, that's a weird question. Like, <laughs> Just, like, you know what I mean? It's slow and steady, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it tastes like onions. That's, yeah, that's definitely weird. That's definitely weird. Yeah. So what is a red flag for you? Um... Mmm... should have thought about this I think it's hard to say unless it's kind of like my my thing with the yellow flags I think there's some things that you think like no go for sure but then they end up sorting themselves out um I think my my biggest one would probably and I think a lot of women would say this is like um like selfishness Ooh, yeah that's a good one and that's pretty vague right mm-hmm. but down to the like to get to the bottom of it it's just think about other people first right like I try really hard to do that in all of my relationships I'm and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it by any means but like that is one of my biggest goals mm-hmm. even with my friendships I'm like I will make sure that I'm thinking about them before I think about myself um, and so I think sometimes it just catches me by surprise when I meet people who aren't that way. Yeah. And who, like, there was one, there was a, there was a friend of mine, and, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And I, I just laugh at it now, because I'm like, ah, typical. But, um, <laughs> but, like, I got this text from him, and he's like, SOS, like, I need you, I need someone to talk to, where are you? And, um, and I was working or something, and I was like, dude, where are you? Like, I'll come find you, mm-hmm. and we can go on a walk if you need something. He's like, I'm just freaking out, like, and he's, it was about girls, actually. He's like, ah, oh, there's this girl, but I don't know, and <laughs> I just, like, I need someone to talk to, and I'm kind of freaking out, like, where are you? And it was, it, it was, like, five texts, right? Like, Hansley, 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 Hansley. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, so right away, I'm like, I gotta find him, and mm-hmm. then I can't find him, and then I try to call him, and he, like, doesn't answer, and all this stuff, and we actually ended up never meeting up, and he never responded to my text, and I was like, what the heck? I hope he's okay. <laughs> and then we had class together like uh I, like the next day or the few days later 
and I was like, dude, did you did you get everything figured out? Like, do you need to talk? What's up? Or is everything okay? Uh-huh. And um, he's like, oh yeah, everything's fine. It's cool. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 back up. Like, how did how did it all go? Like, what was happening? What were you like? Tell me about it. And he was like, well, here's the thing. Like, I sent the text I sent you. I sent to like three or four other people. And he's like, <laughs> I was trying to decide who. I, he literally said this. I was trying to decide. Like, I was having this crisis, and I was like, who would be honored to help me with this crisis right now? What? I know. And I turned to him, and I mean, he definitely like insert foot and in mouth. He was like, uh, I mean, what? <laughs> and I was like, Excuse me, are you kidding me? And he's like, Well, you know what I mean. Like, you love helping people. And I was like, But. That doesn't that doesn't no. excuse what you just said, and he's a very very s- sweet human being, but like like a lot of people, especially our age, just has the tendency to be very selfish, mm-hmm. and um, and I guess like that floored me, and we like I just joke about it now, and every time I see him, I'm like I'm so honored to be standing next to you, and, and he just laughs. <laughs> Can it I off. have your autograph, yeah. please? But but if there are people like that. And in that instance, he was being completely honest, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> right? Like, bad time for him. But, like, there are people like that where they don't they don't think about others. And they just kind of demand your time and they demand. And as a person who just kind of can accidentally, naturally give too much. Mm-hmm. And um, as someone who genuinely does, like, struggle with making sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole, like, put the mask on yourself first before you put it on someone else like I really do struggle with that that's a that's a genuine concern of mine yeah um I can be taken advantage of emotionally very easily and so that is a very serious red flag of mine is is someone's just gonna like see that I am that way and it's just a natural taker and I'm a natural giver then it will always be a one-sided it'll be a vicious cycle Mm -hmm. yep that's a good red flag I mean it's sad it is (laughs) (laughs) but it's cool that you recognize that in and of yourself you know, because, like, red flags are so... Di- well, I think with a lot of red flags, they're <laughs> they're kind of like the things that are universally red flags for everyone. But it's cool that you recognize it in yourself to see yeah. how it would affect future relationships. you got to be self-aware, you know. It's true. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear one of my um, red flags? No, I'll just keep going. So <laughs> Please, <laughs> just, please do. I'm just kidding. Please <laughs> tell me. Um, so mine is... And you're going to laugh when I say this, and that's fine. Um, Watch, I'll keep a completely straight face. <laughs> mine is someone, mine is like for a boy that like won't talk about his feelings. It kills me inside. Oh, if he doesn't talk about it. If his he feelings. doesn't talk about it, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I mean. Do you understand that most men have troubles talking about their feelings? Yes, and I totally understand. If you have troubles, that's fine because I know a lot don't of men. like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know men aren't usually the, uh, usually it's women that like open up and talk about their feelings. But it's the idea that men are willing to talk about their feelings. If, like, it presents itself or if we're having a serious moment, mm-hmm. that they can open up and talk. And if they can't talk and they just shut down, like, that for me is a big deal because I'm like, if you can't even talk to me, like, while we're dating, mm-hmm. then, like, well, how could I ever talk to you about something serious? Mm-hmm. Like, when we're married with children, there's a lot more things involved. If you can't talk about your feelings with me, then, like, how is this going to work? Mm. And then, because... If they don't, if you don't know what's going on inside their brain and how they're feeling, then how are you supposed to have a good, honest relationship? Right. You can't. Yes. I have a follow-up question. Yes. Would it bother you if, and I, I know a lot of guys who are like this, um, it's not that they don't want to share their feelings. It's that there's maybe a lack of caring or a lack of feeling. So say you're like, tell me what you're feeling about this. Like, how are you feeling? And they genuinely, and I can sometimes be this way, where they're like, I don't care. Like, I don't have anything. Like, there's not anything for me to talk about but would you believe them um if I knew them well enough and like had that level of trust yeah I would Mm. like because for you when you like I know you say you're fine well when you say you're fine (laughs) fine stands for freaked out insecure neurotic and emotional so when you say you remembered I did for the Italian job bro (sighs) so good Mm -hmm. but like so if you're saying fine I know it's probably not fine but (laughs) I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine it's fine (laughs) it's fine I'm fine (laughs) but like I know when you're having, I know when you're being honest with me. Mm-hmm. So when you get to that stage and like you really say, hey, like there's really, I don't care either way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, perfect. That's fine. Thanks for letting me know. Cause at least I know that what you're thinking is nothing. Mm. So I know what you're feeling. And there was one time and I won't go into super detail, but I was having a hard day. There was a death in my family and I was dating someone and we were like getting pretty serious. And like, I just had too many emotions in my body. I was missing this person that had passed away. And so, like, I was crying. Like, I'll full on admit it. And he just looked at me. 
and didn't say anything. He's like, sorry. Was he a sociopath? Well, hmm, the debate's still out about that. But he was just, like, looking at me and, like, wasn't even trying to comfort me or anything of that sort. And, like... Meet Morpsy. <laughs> do not understand emotion. Abort, abort, abort. <laughs> um, so, for me, that was a big red flag because he couldn't even be there for me when I was, like, crying. Then, if he's if a man's not willing to be there for you when you're crying, then, like, how is he supposed to be, for you, be there for you throughout like the trials of life and i know that's like very dramatic from like zero to 100 mm. but still the same concept yeah. concept applies to it yeah and i guess it's hard where maybe like we as women are naturally emotional creatures yes and guys are a lot more task oriented that's a that's a genuine fact it's yeah. psychologically proven um with that being said i think maybe the willingness to try mm-hmm. might come into play because I mean, I do know people where, yeah, they, like, don't get it. And they're like, I don't know what to do. Do I do I touch you? Do I try to give you a hug? Do I not? Do I... Um, especially with grief, right? Like, grief is tricky anyway, especially in that situation. Yeah, very, that you, so it was a hard situation. Anyway, yeah. But um, as women, if we're not willing to, like, give guys the chance to at least try, because I think for some a a lot of guys are really good at it honestly Mm -hmm. but for some guys like it's a little difficult or uncomfortable and they they don't really like it and they it's not something that they really want to do not that they don't want to be there for you right but they but they just don't know how to help how to help you and they know that girls just want someone to listen to them but guys always want to fix problems and so they're like crap I guess I just have to listen, right? And mm-hmm. I think just patience on both ends, like allow her to cry, allow her to just vent to you, and then as women, like allow him, you know, some slack that yeah, maybe don't he's not comfortable. Perfection. Yeah, don't expect him to be the perfect little teddy bear that you want him to be in that exact moment. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. But for me, when that guy just sat there and we were pretty serious, seriously dating, and he sat there and just like watched me, that for me was like the biggest red flag. And we actually broke up not even a month later mm. because those are like pivotal moments in a relationship I feel yeah that like if it doesn't go well then it's like a light bulb goes off in your head being like okay this yeah. isn't for me yeah and I guess and it overall it's really good to be able to recognize those things because at the end of the day you're trying to figure out what things you can live with and what things you can live without yeah and um especially when you know someone well enough and you see them in a different situation you know or they see you <laughs> in a different situation, (laughs) it does uh, bring out the colors of a person. But I do think, um, like now that it's almost like gotten a little more serious and we're talking about red flags, I think one thing that we should address, especially as we're kind of nearing the end of this podcast, is one of the biggest red flags that especially women need to be careful of, but it happens to men too, is violence, that that's not, that will never be okay. And that will always be a red flag. That's not a yellow flag that you put up on the shelf. No, that is a universal red flag that you should never make an excuse for. Because mm-hmm. I know, I mean, I've only really talked to women about this, so I don't know what it's like for men on the other side. But making excuses for men that, like, emotionally abuse you or physically abuse you, like, there is no excuse for that. And mm-hmm. sometimes you have to, even though the guy may be great, but if he does anything of that sort to you, like, you need to get yourself out of that situation as fast as possible. Like, I don't care how cute he is. I don't care how great his grilled cheese sandwiches are. If he touches you or says inappropriate things to you or demeans you in any way, you get yourself out of the situation as fast as possible because no no one should treat anyone like that ever. Yeah, and I think it goes um, without saying that emotional and physical violence are just as serious, right? There's yeah. a lot of people that are like, well, he or she, right, mm-hmm. has never hit me. They've never laid a hand on me. Yeah. But if they are belittling you, and I know women actually can tend to do this more psychological damage to men than mm-hmm. vice versa. Um, if they are belittling you, if they um, are trying to assert dominance emotionally over you, or if they are condescending in a way that's not healthy, I think sometimes things can come up and you need to talk about them yeah. and you try to work through them together as a couple. But there's a healthy way to do that. There's a healthy way to do that. But if things don't change and... Like, it is getting to the point that... And I know it's hard because you can be blind to that kind of emotional um Because you don't understand what's happening to you. Yeah. And, like, both of us have divorced parents, and there's a reason for those divorces. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I I know that some of mine, unfortunately, was because of this emotional um, dominance and trying to, to force something or force themselves to be on a higher level than the other individual and that is just as wrong as um hitting someone and so i think 
any sort of domestic, even if you're not living together, any sort of domestic violence, whether it be emotional or physical, needs to be dealt with. And that's something that, especially in our age group as college students, um, kind of in that in those steps before we're getting married, like we need to be careful. Yeah, and one thing going along with it that I think some people take advantage of, but not a lot of people take advantage of, is if you're dating someone, whether it be a boy or a girl, and like your family or your friends get like off feelings about them, mm-hmm. and they're just like, I don't feel like this is right. And if they're telling you that something's off, and you and the abuse is happening, like take their advice like listen Listen these are the people that like love Mm -hmm. you the most and so if they're telling you something's off they want they love you and they want the best for you so if they're telling you something is off and like something's not good listen to them Mm -hmm. because sometimes i think we rationalize it in our own brain but once we get other people to talk to then we're able to open up and realize hey maybe because my mom and dad know me so well that they know this isn't a good thing i should listen to them or my Mm -hmm. best friend they know me better than anyone right and i think we just need to be more aware of those types of situations. Yes. And really, <laughs> I think it was, I might have, I don't think it was you. Um, someone used the term, like, my panel for the people that you trust the most. Ooh, I like so, that. So, like, when you're dating someone, like, you have a panel. Just a very, very few people that you trust the most and know you the most. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have good things to say about the person that you're being with, um, listen to them. And I know sometimes you're like, but the heart wants what it wants. And you're like, yeah, but we don't no. live in a rom-com. <laughs> it's true. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the heart might want what it wants, but that doesn't mean that it's going to get what it deserves. Yeah. And what you think you want and what you actually want and need and need are two different things. Yep. So be willing to talk to people. And I think when you see these red flags, don't be scared to leave. And, and, and there are a lot of and there's a lot of resources on campus, even just going back to being college students like we have caps, mm-hmm. we have Title IX, like use them. Yeah. You have advisors, you have aces, you have uh, you have roommates, right? You might have religious leaders, you might have mentors or even professors like use them. And don't be don't be scared because these people love you no yeah. matter who they are. Yeah. And really. Um, I know we kind of went to, from like zero to a hundred really fast at the very beginning. <laughs> we did. Like, Green flags. I like this and Lord of the Rings. And now it's like, no, really at the end of the day, there are certain things that we need to be careful of. And as college students, um, they, they can happen. We have to be careful. Yeah. And so we just hope that everyone, I don't know. I hope everyone appreciated this podcast, not only for, um, the funny little things about green flags and yellow flags, but also realizing that there are like funny red flags out there that are like, okay, get out of here. But then there's also serious red flags. So just, I don't know, just make sure you're looking out for your friends and for yourself when it comes to relationships, because it can go from zero to a hundred, mm-hmm. but in the worst way possible. Yep. And so just, just look out for that. Yeah. And also we want everyone listening to just please stay away from those stage five clingers oh yeah um especially in this next week oh yeah oh yeah no one wants to get cuffed right before the worst holiday of the entire year ansley it is literally the day dedicated to love and romance it is the best holiday of the year Mm, it's maybe they're one and the same i don't know it could be the worst and also be romantic maybe (laughs) maybe all things (laughs) cliched romantic are the worst i mean well, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only time it's will tell. It's the same thing. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day. But technically, our, our next episode will come out that day. So that is something to look forward to, at least for me. Yes. Nothing else. Nothing else about that day is Will you is be exciting. my Valentine, Ansley? No, leave me alone. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm about to cry. So um, thank you, everyone, for listening <laughs> <in> next week. <laughs> um, I'm a little sad right now, but I'll be okay by You're safe. Week. You're safe. I do love you. <laughs> thank you. I'll get you chocolates and a teddy bear. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> this is Sugar and Spice. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great week. <laughs>